The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Uh, we have a fine episode of UFC Unfiltered. Matt yes. and I are joined in studio by Marab Dwyashvili. Dwyashvili. Ah, I almost had it. I'm trying to do it from memory. I should have just read it off the paper. Fuck me. And uh, Zuka, thank <laughs> you for joining us. And of course, we have uh, Vicente Luque on the phone. See, yes. I was worried about... Uh, but, I, but, but during this episode, I forget the main event of this comic. I'm truly losing my mind. We have a terrible announcement. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Thank you for listening to UFC Unfiltered. Hopefully it's a good one. Of course, Matt and I, we're not alone today. We're normally alone in the studio because Christopher Deucer is the three of us. But t- today we have Marab Dwalishwili. Do I get it right? Yes. Because the V's are what messes everybody up. Yes! Nice. Yeah, the V's fuck us up. And, Fresh uh, off a win. Yes, congratulations. And, Defeating uh, the unbeaten Brad Kotana. And you say your name Zuka? Yes. Okay, good. I got that right. That's easier because it's yeah. one. Thanks. How do you say your last name? Chadwishwili. Yeah, it's week. It's week. It's week. He's got some fights too. He's yeah, you do. Amateur fights, yes? Yes. How Thanks many? for having us. Two. Am- two? Yeah. Okay. Do you guys train together? Yes. Oh, you do? Okay. Are you, you guys are from the same, not the same town or anything in Georgia. You're Georgian. But yes. We are from Georgian, but we met here. You met here? Yeah. <laughs> I, so I feel like it's going to be weird if the next question is where did you meet? Because it sounds like you're a couple. <laughs> I don't want to be like, <laughs> yeah, hey, where did you meet? When did you come over here, Marab? What what year did you come over here? Uh, 2013. Um, I, I came here with friends. Uh, my goal was to fight UFC, but I was amateur fighter. And first, when I moved here, um, I was looking for a good gym to training, and uh, I found the kickboxing gym, and um, I was training there. And um, yeah, uh, it was so hard to find the MMA fights for me and uh, f- fight MMA and then I was fighting kickboxing, boxing and um, they said you gotta do golden gloves. I was fighting in golden gloves and 
So you're uh, doing just straight up boxing fighting in the golden. You were in the golden gloves. Yeah, because uh, I, I'm an MMA fighter. I mean, but uh, because they in kickboxing gym, they cannot found the MMA fights for me, and then that's why I was fighting boxing and kickboxing, which is I, I don't like it. I mean, do you yeah. what, what do you like about? It? Do you like that you can't kick or wrestle or or, or, or grab somebody? Yeah, I mean boxing. I'm a I'm wrestler. I'm I mean complete boxing, fighter. Right, exactly. I was fighting like just crazy, like like because of my cardio pressure, everything I was throw everything, and then. The, How's you doing it? I did good. I mean, I win three 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 match. I win. <laughs> it was every two weeks fights in Golden Gloves, and I win three three times, and then. And the fourth time when I go, I cut weights and it wanes and fighting it same day. And then uh, they said they saw my video in YouTube, uh, which it was MMA. And then they said, oh, because of MMA, you fight without, uh, uh, you have fights amateur without uh, shin pants. And uh, like it, they said, you are pro, but I don't have pro record. Oh, they called you a pro? Yeah, it's they weird. called me pro and then they kicked they kick me out after after three fights, you know. How really? Does that, how does that, I wonder how that works here with that. I, I never, I know we talked about that before, me and Longo, but I, because guys had kickboxing matches, but that doesn't carry over, over to MMA. It's, it's a different sport. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. kickboxing. Boxing is just your hands. It's even yeah. less, it's, a to, it's even more of a different right, sport. Right, so you're losing weapons when you box. You it can't. was kind of like with Connor, though. Like when he went over to box Floyd, they were like, his MMA experience kind of makes him a professional boxer, even though he's never taken a boxing fight. So it's maybe something like that. You know? You're a professional fighter in some right. arena. Like he's used to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's impressive alone that you took out three guys with just right. your fists, Barab. <laughs> I could see it, though. Your cardio is unusually good, it's amazing. I mean, it's one of the. Do you hold the record at our school with the, with the hills or no? Running the hills yeah, at Herricks? I, I think so. You don't yeah. like the brag, but do the, you? What's the record? How big is the hill? Um, I'm not sure how big uh, it is, but I, don't I think know in, in five I'm minutes, uh, I did how many times? I'm not sure exactly, but I mean. Uh, more, it, more, this is, did you do it more than once in five minutes? <laughs> That's impressive. If you did it more than once, right. this is the same. And uh, this is at Herrick's High School in uh, Long Island. This is uh, the same as that Hills. I was. It was funny because wow. I was watching him fight the other night. Is uh, the BJ Penn? Yeah. When I was going to fight BJ, same exact. I do a, a mile to warm up around the track, yeah. and then we go to the hills. And uh, Longo would be at the bottom with the tie pads. And I do fifteen. I do the fight just up for five. Yeah. It's so. It's probably why I can't fucking walk <laughs> up for what fifteen. Five minutes up and down. Yeah, yeah, five minutes up and down. Then when you go down for the last minute, like sometimes he adds in some uh, shadow box kick. I don't know if he's. I haven't been there lately with you guys. Yeah, we don't, but you do the pads exactly, yeah. and then you go back up, right. touch the fence, yeah. right? Come down. Yeah. How big is the hill, Matt? I'm not. Uh, Ah, with feet boys? Ah, no, no, but is it a dirt hill? Oh no, it's a, it's like uh it's like you could sled down it. It's a fucking there's stairs right next to it. Bazooka, how would you describe this? It's like hill? grassy. It's, it's a not, grassy oh, hill. It's yeah. not long. It's just very it's not, steep. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. very it's steep. Very steep. How long does it take you to get to the top if you just run it? Like thirty nah. seconds, maybe yeah. up and down. But like you go <laughs> like. Like you gotta, it's a best workout. Like, it is right. Yeah. I would hate that. I hate to like literally. I've been walking in the gym and I get, I get tired walking up the steps. Yeah. Like I am really an old man. I hate cardio. It's, hate it, it. it was, yeah. uh, but it, it gave you uh, confidence right. in the fight. Yeah. Oh, that you could do it. Oh shit, it's, man! It helps a lot. Yeah. It does help. It's 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 so great. 
And it just adds in. It's like an old. It's just like an old school type of training, just running fucking hills. And then you know, then you can go back to the gym and jump on a versa climber and whatever else. But I hate that too. I fucking hate the. Versa I climber. hate the versa climber. That should be ripped out and thrown away. Yes, the versa climber. You know what? Do you do that one, Marab? Yeah, I do. I, I do. Bet. I'm not doing a lot, but I I'm in, I do sometimes. Do you I, like I, it? Yeah, I hate it. It's good for me. So. It's good for what you need it for. <laughs> yeah, do you let fights go? Like, do you, do you try to pace yourself when you're fighting, knowing that you're going to outlast the guy with cardio? Like, do you for the first round or so, uh, do you kind of start thinking about the third round? Like, I know that I can keep this pace up for three rounds. No, I'm not thinking about my cardio. My cardio is good. I'm just thinking like like. Good fight, you know. I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't think about cardio. I just fighting. I, wherever I start, I think I'm good. My cardio is good. I mean, my first debut, I was sick, and that's why I tired because of I was sick. Right. But um, I mean, I know my cardio is good, and I don't think about cardio. I just think good fight. The pace for him being sick in that first fight, uh, you'd never know it. I mean, how many times? And I like the guy, Frankie Sai is a very nice, very nice guy. Nice camp, sweet, really good guy. But I clearly that that was it be one of like being in the corner, like I felt like I truly <clears throat> felt. That's one of the few times I was congratulating my fighter before the decision. I'm like, yeah, you did it, Marab. You got a victory, <laughs> yeah. and because it was like it was, it was, it, I just felt it was so one sided. I really did. And then so when he didn't get it, I was like, oh man, that's fucking crazy. And that was. Uh, and that was coming off. You had like a lung. In, would you have the flu or some shit? The lung yeah, infection. Yeah, you never want to talk about stuff like that after a, yeah. a loss. But it, it felt like, like a win. You know. Right. I mean, he broke the takedown record. Yes, so we how talked you, about how you that. Lose that. Twenty-seven, fight. right? Twenty-seven yeah. as far as uh, all around. Twenty-seven. That's great. The one thing that we talked about myself and Longo, and we talked about it with Marab, is especially in his last fight. Like it's great when the guys grow with each fight. Like it's he's got the opposite problem of not. It's almost like pulling him, pulling him back, calming you down a little <laughs> bit. Because Marab, man, he'll just boom, boom, suplex somebody, then jump on the back and slide off it, then get back again. And so, just maybe more control right. and slow it down a little bit. Because it, a lot of guys don't like, you know, don't commit to things because they're like, oh, if I do this and I don't get that, man, I can get tired. Or right. If you don't worry about that, you could almost be fucking insane. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Marab could just go like just like a tornado. But now, but now, I mean, the last fight was, ve and especially he was fighting a crafty kid. You know, he was he was good. Brad Brad Katana was yeah, good. He was undefeated, so he had that confidence in him. Yeah. Beat good guys. It was thirty twenty seven though, right? Oh yeah, yes. three rounds. I mean, oh no, it was. Three, I mean, it was a yeah. dominant, dominant. It was. Win. It was yeah. so yeah. once. But you showed a good pace in that. That was the thing. Like you, oh. d you didn't. You obviously were aggressive, but you showed a nice pace throughout the it's fight. It was a really good yeah. fight. Yeah, so smart. Smart, yeah. smart with the takedowns where you think that the takedown's being taken away and then he ah, commits more and then the guy's on his ass and then he has the control. It's good, Marab. Right. It was good, Marab. Yeah, it was really great. Yeah. It was a great fight with... Uh, I mean, look, Marab's one of those guys where if you look at his record, you'd say, oh, man, he's got those two losses with the one, you know, uh, win. But it could easily be undefeated. Yeah. Easily. I mean, it, it is what it is. It's not just because it's my guy. You know, you've seen the thing with Frankie Size. Um, 
what's his name? Ricky, Ricky Simone. Simone. Yes, yeah. and that was a great fight, man. <laughs> but very controversial at the end. You know Sorry. what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, yeah, was, yeah, when they said you were out. Because he was trying. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? Uh, in the back with the... Uh, the referee this time, the last fight, he was going, okay, if you get caught in anything, don't try to, you know, just let me know. And so Marab doesn't say much, but he's like, like maybe my legs? Because he was like, last time, because the last time he was trying to let the guy know what his legs like, hey, I'm good. Yeah. So he said this time, he wasn't, he was just like, oh, maybe I'll show him my legs. And he's kind of yeah. letting him know, like, I fucking did that last time. <laughs> it was guy the same still ref? screwed me. Oh, different ref, okay. Different. A different ref, but it was, yeah. I knew exactly what he was talking about. It was hysterical. Now, Matt, should we address the elephant in the room? First of all, I lost weight. You fuck. <laughs> Jimmy, I don't even, I'm not even, li- oh, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, it, it is sad. It's a, it's, a, it's a happy day because yeah. I'm so happy my sure. buddy Marab is here and Zuka. But it's a sad day at the same yeah, time. Yeah, we're both very depressed. It is weird because I like it. It's almost like Longo in a sense where I like it better when I'm attacking Chris the Medusa. <laughs> I meant Daenerys and the dragon. Oh, Game of Thrones. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, you meant that we're. Game of Thrones. You meant that UFC is switching companies and we're leaving Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah, that Let, Let's Let's I talk, will talk about, about that. that let's talk about that because um, I told Marab and Zuka when they got here, they are officially going to be the last guests. In studio. In studio. Yeah. Uh, with with the uh, the Three Musketeers here. Now, I promise company, not to call Three Musketeers again. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I don't mind it. I pretend like I didn't say that. But I go think, ahead. I think after this week, we take a two-week hiatus, and then we're coming back somewhere else. But they asked me, obviously, we, we love Chris. I mean, we hate having you not be our producer. I, I wish you could come with it. Thanks, I hate yeah, not I, being I really appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you guys know I love working with you. This is the best. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's a... Uh, yeah, what it's a bummer. And you sure. know more about the UFC than we do. Let's be real honest. Chris is a w- more prepared. He knows the names. He can pronounce the names better than Bruce Buffer. Me and Matt walk in half the time having no idea what happened, and Chris <laughs> fills in all the blanks. Who's going to take care of us, Jimmy? I don't, I don't we know. We need a, you know? We're going to get shitty prep sheets from now. It's just going to have a guy's ah, man, name on nice it. prep yeah. sheets. Amazing. It is. Chris does more work than he gets credit for on the air. Um, so I we think, hate that he's not going to be with us. I think it's going to be... Um, an uproar with the UFC unfiltered army. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Whenever you expect an uproar, Jimmy, there's one guy. <laughs> there's one guy yeah. going, oh, he, Chris the producer, he answered me back that time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. So we don't, so listen, all I know is. Well, they, we have another show after this. I mean, we got this full show. We have, we have another, another show. show. So do they hate me and Matt here at Cadence? No, not at all. Honestly, I really don't even know what, you know, that's uh, above my pay grade. As yeah. I say, it's like, I don't know what the decision making is. I don't even, is. I think he's out. I think he's mentally, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Who, me? You think yeah. Chris tapped out? No. I think so, too. I it's like when you know a relationship like... is over, you just start <laughs> fucking her friends. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's funny. And it's like, in other words, like you ask him questions about all. He's like, all right, listen, every man for himself. What what's good? Just yeah, about him you. leaving the. No, no, oh, no, that's the, great. These the are the balls. I'm looking at your quinoa Dude, balls. You look at these things. I like, can't stop it. Other things. I'm turning into a little fatty. Yeah, right, Jimmy. You, you talk for a second. Praise Chris. I'll eat uh, some of these. Well, listen. I mean, what? I mean, now who's going to be the next producer? First of all, I don't want to. It's not like it's not like I want to. Well, you can't ask Chris that. I mean, yeah. like, no. Well, that's my the thing, point is this: How are we going to? Maybe we're not going to get along. I. I don't get along with as many people as you think. Like, I got to really like you. Like, I like everybody in this room, so it's easy to say You can't that. discuss this with you. That's like going through the breakup again, yeah. and then you're talking to your soon-to-be ex-girlfriend going, yeah, but can she, the new girl make pancakes? Right. You can't discuss well, that Well, I mean, I, w- I would hope that, you know, you guys do. I mean, it sucks that I'm not going with you, but I do hope you have a good relationship with your, your next producer. I hope he's, you know, whoever's not as good as I am. But, you don't give you know, a we'll fuck. Yeah. He's being that, it's not, it's not uh, you, it's me. You don't give a fuck. Nope. He's out. No. 
I love you guys. All right, that. I love doing this. All right, we love you too. I think he's Let's out. save the real emotional stuff for the next episode so yeah. we get really high ratings the next one too. And then they're like, oh, maybe we should bring him back. And then we're going to go, I, know what I'm going to say? <laughs> I'm going to say this, Marab. I'm going to go, hey, no Chris Medusa, no Chris Medusa, no me and Jimmy. Jimmy, right? For two What weeks, are you going to say? And then you'll be back, yeah. Well, you going to back me up in that? I will for two weeks, yeah. I'll back you up until they tell us to come back and we don't get paid. Jimmy, I'm not going to lie to you. I have kids. Chris Medusa, I love you, but I got to, I got to, I got to, I got to, my kids got to go to college. I got to, you know, I tried to hold strong. If Jimmy was really backing me up hard, I'd go, you're right. And then I'd be like, Jimmy, are we really going to do this? No. And then Here's what I'd be the big plug. Tune in next week and hear Matt and I crying. Listen. Like, all like, I like Circe is the roof is caving in. <laughs> yeah. That's what Matt so, and I are going to We're just going to blubber and we're going to stare at Chris. Sometimes, listen, I'm going to miss Chris. I am. It's weird me saying that with you in the, in the room. Thank you. But sometimes change is good. I'm only kidding. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Yeah. Listen, hey, first of all, Tyrion Lannister, little fucking snitch. What a little fucking snitch. How dare you? How dare you? Your cockless friend, bad enough he doesn't have a PP, you know, and, and, he, and he snuck you out. He did the right thing. He put you in that crate, that got you out of King's Landing where everybody wanted to move. kill you. But he did believe he in his queen. Him. Did believe huh? in his queen. Right. Yeah, believe in the, the queen who went ape shit and started just burning shit down. I love that. That's exactly what I'd do if I had a dragon. Just light the whole fucking place up. Yeah. I Jeez. would love to have a dragon just for that. It's sort of Jon Snow's fault. He couldn't what do you just get do? over the fact that it's his aunt. It's like, just sleep with her and she would have felt fine. That's why I got really upset. Is that what happened? She was upset that he didn't... Uh... Yeah, because she kept trying to make out with him. He's like, eh, he's like pulling away. And she's like, all right, well, that's all right. how it's got to be. How hot would that be? She's your aunt and she has a dragon? How's that not turn you on? <laughs> Which drive me nuts. Yeah, I'm glad the dragon burned the place down, though. I was upset when they killed. But, but uh, listen, spoilers. What? <laughs> Follow this part. Uh, d- uh, what's his name? What? Va- Varus. What's, what's the use Varus. of having a dragon Varus, if you don't have yeah. to Varus. execute people? What do you want to just clean up dragon shit all day? <laughs> have it blast a few people. That's what I would have done. Hey, you fucking bald traitor! Take that. <laughs> I have. I have. A, I have. I feel that Marab doesn't watch any television. What television do you watch? Anything? Uh, right now, only ESPN. ESPN? Just Be- fighting? Yeah, just fighting. Just, he yeah. likes fights. But they call, oh. they, we call him the machine. Because, one, he doesn't get tired. He's like a machine. He keeps coming, like a little Terminator. He just keeps coming. Yep. <laughs> um, and two, he, does, oh, he, he just wants to destroy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he does. He watches the fights. Tell me about life in Georgia. When did you start martial arts? How old were you? Uh, I was 11. I started... Judo and yeah, I was I was competed judo and after I do I try sambo. Uh, sambo was more easy for me at the same time. And were you a big Fedor fan when you were growing up? Yeah, yeah. yes. I mean, you know, after when I started fighting, I, I mean that's where uh, when I watch Fedor's fight, that's where I realized <laughs> I, I I mean I like fights and uh, and uh, yeah, I was. My first fight, I was 18 years old. Um, it was something um, like, uh, I mean, I try. I always like fights in like MMA, and I try first time, and um, I feel like people goes crazy, like all people screaming, and then I I love it, and I love this energy, the you know, people energy. That's where I realize I wanna 
fight all my life, you know. And you then, do. And then I started training fighting. But I was fighting amateur. It's like it was like pro, no shin pants, no big gloves. It's like like we was fighting like with UFC gloves. You know? And where was yeah. this? Um, in, uh, in Georgia. It was in Georgia. Yeah, it was in Georgia. And um, and I moved here 2013 for fighting and uh, yeah. First year, like I said, it was hard before I found the Sierra Longo team. It was crazy. I was about to, like, like retire. I, I'm like, oh, it's so hard here in USA. It's like I cannot find a good gym, no no sparring partners, no, no no grapplers. And it was so hard. But once I found the Sierra Longo team, wow, and my life changed, and I was so happy. And then I, I, I mean, and then I'm in UFC now, and then everything is... Worked out. I, I want to mention you're talking about sparring. I'm gonna say what a blessing it is for Marab and Aljo to have each other for for training, because man, is it intense! It's it's like you can get like fight of the night. If really? it was, oh, because it's it's smart, it's technical, and it's it's the pace is being pushed by both guys. Aljo has great cardio and, too. Oh, yeah, and Aljo's crafty. I mean, and, and in the beginning, tell us. Tell us about first, when you, when you, when you first started sparring and, and working with Aljo. Yeah, first, it wasn't good. Like, when I started here, when I started sparring with Aljo, he, yeah, he was choking me all the time. He beat me up a lot. So, and then, um, uh, I mean, and, um, uh, and, uh, now I'm getting better and better. Now it's uh, it's really really good. good. <laughs> we have a really good sparring session. Always always like back and forth. Like he take me down, I, I take him down. Actually, he always better than me. But I mean, we have a good good sparring always. Now I'm I mean I'm getting better. He he was always good good good, good fighter. So and then yeah before yeah he he choked me all the time but right now no no more did you uh did you learn english here or did you learn it before you came i learned english here yeah wow so you came over without being able to speak english that's tough right it was so hard how'd you learn Uh, just practicing just watching tv um actually no no i didn't watch tv much oh right right, right. (laughs) a lot of people learn from tv you know i believe you i was watching only fights and um, (laughs) um right now yeah i watch uh, whoopsie, unfiltered, and uh, that's it. So <laughs> help, help me, help me, like help me, help me for English. Yeah. It, so. wh- when did you start training with us? How many years ago? Because uh, it is funny. I now that I realize it, like now I could talk to you like right, perfect, right? Exactly. But now that I think about it, a while ago it was harder, exactly. But you don't right. think of it because we talk perfect but now. You, let me tell you what, Matt. You always, I don't know, I, I don't speak before English, but you always found this something. I don't know body language or I don't know. You always talk to me. You I understand always. <laughs> you, always we, we have a conversation. You and I don't speak English. We we, we you understand me and I. Understand it is true. You. It is funny. You always you always I don't know somehow you understand. Like, now is is Georgian? Is that your language? Is that very similar to Russian or is it the same as what no, they speak? It's totally different. No, no. Oh, so could you speak to somebody in Russian? Or you go, no, oh, okay. no, not at all. Oh, okay. Most a lot of Georgian people do speak Russian because it was a Soviet uh, Union country. Right. But after it split apart, they started teaching English there. And Georgian's not like any language ever. It's its own language category. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I see when you went home, to, when you went back to, to uh, Georgia, right. you, uh, it, was, um, it was beautiful, man. You're riding horses. You're, and, it's, and it's very like, there's mountains. Right. It, it's very beautiful. It's not what 
you think. Like I didn't, like I don't know. I don't know what the. We always expect places, whether it's a Soviet Union or a former Soviet Union or Russia, to be like cold and industrial. Yeah. We don't see a lot of I, them. I've been to Russia for for his fight. Oh, by the way, the first ever fight in Russia in the UFC, a victory by Marab. I mean, that's history. That's history. Thank you. Man. Okay. Sorry, I, I get excited. But um, so I've been to Russia, and it was kind of what I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was nice. It was did you feel in danger at all? But Matt, did you feel in danger at all? In there? Russia? No, I was walking around Marab. I felt like I had a pit bull <laughs> next to me. You know, the Marab actually was like a tour guide. Marab Zuka, we had a good time, didn't we? It was we? a great time. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, I would love to go to, I would love to go to your home though. Oh, it looked oh, beautiful. Exactly. I'm not just talking about the women. The women look beautiful too. I'm, I'm, I got eyes for my wife. Uh, only. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. If I brought you, Jimmy. That's right. Now, how far from uh, how far from Russia is Georgia? Uh, it's uh, it's next to it's uh, it's uh, Georgia. It's next to Russia. We are neighbor. Oh, you are. But um, like Moscow, like it's it's far. It's like it's more center. But um, um, it's it's next to it's uh, Georgia. It's next to Russia. Next to Turkey. Next to Azerbaijan. Next to Armenia. Um, and then it's uh, we are we are Caucasus people. You know, we, uh, we our neighbor also Chechnya, Dagestan, oh. and. Um, yeah, like we are like similar people. Was there conflict growing up where you guys were when you were younger, or no? Was there none? Yeah. Oh, you did see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was actually a war between Georgia and Russia in 2008, most recently. Oh, wow. uh, they tried to take a part of Georgia, like how they did with Crimea in Ukraine recently. And I was actually there in 2008. In Georgia? Yeah, in Georgia while it was happening. Were I you nervous, or did you know that you guys were going to be okay? We were going to be okay. It wasn't like a serious war, but they were like bombing like the airport and stuff, so I actually had to get evacuated through Azerbaijan, the next country over. So what, what finally happened? They recognized this part of Georgia that Russia pretends like it's their own, and Georgia and the rest of the world doesn't recognize it as a part of Russia. So Russia is just basically saying that's ours, and, exactly. and George is going, no, it's not. Exactly. So, so is so the so Russian so. military there? Is it there in Ossetia? Uh, Russian military? No, right now I think yes, but it's like occupied, right? Right, right. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, it's occupied. Yeah. yeah. So there's yeah, like, and then um, before was when I born 1991. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a big war also between Russia and Georgia, and uh, yeah, last time was. Only ten years ago, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, we, we we have a like. Um, I mean, we don't like Russian politics. I think nobody. Uh, no, I think nobody like Russian politics. Yeah, like, they're a little uh, difficult to get along right. with. Politically, they don't get along, but the people get along. Like Russian and Georgian people like each other, but politically, they're not the yeah. best. Of All I can think of, he was born in 1991. Yeah. Fuck, I'm old. No wonder <laughs> why I can't walk, <laughs> Jimmy. I'm not a spring chicken, man. I was in 11th grade, man. Wow. I was doing stand-up in 1991. What? Muay Thai? Uh, was it Dutch kickboxing? <laughs> what were you doing? Shotokan? <laughs> All three. <laughs> wow. Jimmy. I mean, yeah, but, it makes uh, you feel 1991. Old. Wow. Look, that's why he's a machine, man. I can't wait for his next fight. Who did you... Now, who were you talking about saying you wanted to fight? See, I know this shit. That's what the world yeah. is I mean, um, I mean, what? I, I know for a while you were you were calling out somebody. Yes, uh, I wish I f I fight with Sean O'Malley. That would he's, be a great fight. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, he's undefeated. I mean, his 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 fight style is good. You know, everyone likes him, like fighter. And then I wish I fight with him. It will be, I mean, I know I'm good and I can win this fight. But I mean, I just want a good fight with 
good fight, good fighters, great fighters, and and, and, and I wish, but I don't know. He has a fight coming up. I don't wanna. Marlon Vera, yeah. Right. So I wish he win, and then I up there. I I wish I I can fight with him. You know. I love seeing these guys like them, like uh, the fight up to their potential. Like in other words, like. Like there's levels to this game, and every time you fight, your your IQ goes up higher. Like I'm saying that because, like Marab just faced like a an undefeated fighter, right. you know, and he was doing that coming off a win, but there was another two fights that were close. But he's fighting a guy that never tasted defeat, and he took care of business handedly. And then I think of Aljo not too long ago fighting the Pikey, undefeated, never tasted defeat, and Aljo had some. Some a couple of staggers before that, like I, he might be coming off. A, I don't know if he was coming off a loss. Wasn't he twelve and zero, and then he went to twelve and two? If yes. I remember correctly, so he had to come losses. back yeah. after two yeah. losses. Right. And I'm not sure if that was with the Pikey. I'm not sure. I think the I he think the Marais fight was the one before that. If that's what you're thinking of. Mm, what? Was let, it? let me say. I'll double. I can all right, but either way, they're fighting guys. All right, this guy never lost on the world stage. He's because when the guy never loses, they got that that feeling of in, invincibility. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. It just shows something of these guys' character, like Marab and Aljo, to be able to do that after having some Adversity. tough calls. Adversity. It must feel, Adversity. It must feel like great. That. It's like getting, if you're playing baseball and the pitcher has a, a no hitter going into the ninth inning and you get a single. Like, it's got to be so great to give someone that first loss. You're That's got to be a really great feeling. <laughs> you never forget your first, Jimmy. Your first yeah. loss, right? Your first anything, Jimmy. Yeah. You remember your first? Some yes, some no. Some I was too young. It was a rough childhood, Matt. <laughs> what time is Vicente calling in? We got a little bit of time before Vicente, but I was going to say, actually, there's a few uh, big fights. One of them is official. One of them Dana posted on uh, Instagram. Oh, oh shit, yeah. Talk about, about it. Ferguson, Cowboy. I'm shocked wow. at this fight. I thought wow. Tony was going to hold out. For the winner of Khabib and Poirier, I guess not. He just yeah. wants to get in there and fight. Or maybe they're saying, look, it's been a while, so we Cowboys looking so good. Yep. Not to not to go back in the old podcast, I'm shocked. but do you remember me bringing that shit up? Like saying who would, who wouldn't want to yeah. see that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I'm not a fucking, I'm sure people said it. But <laughs> yeah, I remember just saying fight. it like, yo, before it was announced, um, saying I would love to see that. Styles make fights. That's... um. That's a really interesting fight. What do you think of that, Marab? Cowboy versus um, El Kakui, Tony Ferguson. I think Cowboy is. I mean, he's 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 great fighter. I think Cowboy. Tony Ferguson, though. I mean. Tony Ferguson. I mean, right? just uh, yeah, it's. I, it's he could hard, take a lot right. too. Yeah. That's a really good fight. Yeah, good fight. You know, because everyone was thinking Connor Cowboy. Will, will Connor and Cowboy fight? And for whatever reason, this didn't happen. So maybe they're going to do it where the uh, winner of Khabib against Poirier is going to be Connor if he wants it. I mean, there's just too much money in it. Well, the everyone. only other matchup out there then for Connor that makes sense is Justin Gaethje, which yeah. is a wild fight. Um, so yeah. I mean, maybe they put that together, and then you kind of have a little bit of a, a lightweight tournament, and you see who fights the champion. How do you think Connor handles those leg kicks? I mean, has he ever faced a guy who will do to his legs what Justin Gaethje will try to do to his legs? Yeah, but a good counter to a right. leg kick is a, a, a right. Well, actually, he's he's I mean, Connor's uh, south. He's a lefty. Yes, yeah, is a is a straight right hand down the middle or a straight left hand. You know, I mean, if they if they do him with the low kicks, you know, like he could counter that with a with a well timed strike. Do you think that's why 
because uh, I, I, I Jose Aldo lost again. He did not look particularly great this weekend against uh, uh, Jesus Avokanov. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. they, they, they saw the fight. Yes. Now, yeah. did you, uh, Jose, once again, I mean, the last time he threw kicks that I thought he should be throwing, I mean, I can't remember since Uriah Faber, has he had a fight where he's throwing kicks like that? And I'm wondering, is it just because he doesn't want to get countered? Why is he not throwing kicks like he used to throw? Yeah, it's really weird. He didn't throw. I mean, I don't think he threw one in this Hardly fight. any. Yeah. And they said, well, uh, Volkanovsky threw kicks, but he didn't throw enough kicks in the very beginning to stop Jose from throwing kicks. He just didn't want to throw them, and I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Aldo looked like he had a tough time taking nothing away from Volkanovski. He did the right thing. He looked great. It seemed like Aldo just couldn't get off for whatever reason. He just couldn't couldn't pull the trigger. I don't is know. He fo- is he- oh, I'm sorry, That's Jimmy. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, who did you guys pick in that fight? <laughs> I erroneously took jo- Jose. I shouldn't have. And me, you? Yes, me and Jimmy both had uh, Jose Aldo. Aldo by decision. Yeah. But he looked good in the last couple of fights. Yeah. He had, after his two losses to Max, he looked I'm, great. I'm laughing. Who did I pick? You had uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, yeah, the winner. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yes. I'm a brag it. Yeah, I like to brag. Don't get too far ahead of yourself. That was ah, your shit. only correct I know. I know. <laughs> it was a bloodbath match. <laughs> yeah. So wait. So he's doing this. Uh, he's, not, he's not throwing these, uh, these kicks. I just don't understand why he's not. And again, I'm, it's not second-guessing a fighter. It's watching a lot of the fights lately, and he just hasn't. And I just don't know what it is that changed him. Is he, is he worried about being countered or taken down or... Is he falling into that trap of, of wanting to, to that one giant punch? I think they said that's what he was doing because he was just kept waiting and waiting for the perfect counter. Yep. And uh, I, I don't, you know, it, it's just not the smart way to do it. I, I like don't think. Volkanovski, man. He's, he's good. He's uh, he's explosive and he's ballsy. Yep. Yeah. Well, like he's he got keeps a lot of power because he was a yeah. big. He was big. Yeah, they yeah. said he was up to two what. 15 or something? 205? When he played rugby, yeah. Yeah. He's a big boy, yeah. You know, and now he's that weight, so. I mean, I want to see what's next for him. He's he's doing awesome. He's wait, he's undefeated, correct? He's uh well, he's got well, one 19 loss. to 1, he's 20 yeah, to 1 now, I think. But he's 7 and 0 in the UFC. 7 and 0 in the UFC, yeah. Right. Uh, hey man, he's calling for the title shot. I mean, it, it's it makes sense. Obviously, we were kind of pulling for Frankie, Frankie but, should still get it. But it would make sense if he got that fight. Yeah. You know? Let me tell you, where which way are we going with this? We can go. Um, yeah, we can go to the beginning of the card. Oh, so by the way, so the opening fight on the main card was Irene Aldana and Betch Cohea. That got moved up, so we actually don't have a pick for that one. Diego Fajeda and Francisco Chinaldo got canceled. Why? Uh, uh, Fajeda had kidney stones. He was cutting oh. weight. They discovered he had kidney stones. Like you can't fight. So. I I like this. I liked uh, especially towards the end how Irene uh, Aldana, right? Yeah, Irene Aldana. Yeah. What is it? The first uh, Irene Aldana. Irene. 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 There you go. Uh, I thought she put some stuff, uh, some some combos nice together. I liked her footwork. Um, I thought it was a just decision. I I liked it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Betch started to come on a little bit in the third. Oh, wait a minute. It was a submission. Uh, It It was a submission. What the fuck am I talking about? It was was an arm lock. Yeah, 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 it was an arm lock. I I mixed it all up. Betch started coming on a bit in the third, uh, but yeah, then she ended up getting caught. Uh, I liked that arm lock. I thought it was beautiful. It was uh, put it on. Could you put it on for us? Because sure, yeah. I'm all over the place. There was another. There was a girl fight earlier too, um, that I watched, which wasn't, which was good. It was on the prelims. Which one was that? I want to get. Yeah, that was uh, Viviani Aroha and yes. Arojo and uh, Toledo Bernardo, which ended up. That's like a bit of an upset, yeah. I guess, because Toledo's been in the UFC, and that was a knockout. Is that what you're talking about? No. <laughs> oh, the Luana Carolina and uh, Priscilla yes, Cachoeira fight. Yes, that's the yeah. one. That was no. It's not what I was talking well, about. Well, that's it. I don't know what I'm talking about. 
Yeah, that, okay. I think I was talking about the one you were talking about. Yeah. Oh, wait, she knocked her out? That was the first fight on the on the card, and then the Luana Carolina Priscilla Cachoeira fight was a decision, but that was a very like hard fought fight. It was back and forth. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah. Okay. We're on the same page. All right. Let's watch some fights. No, but there were some good fights, man. Really good. You know? I thought the uh I thought Guida BJ Penn was a fun fight to watch. It was. BJ I, looked really good. His I thought was, that was great. uh yeah, get to the submission with this with uh Yeah. Yeah, she got it in very quickly. <laughs> oh, right almost there. Back, almost there, almost there. Yeah, here we go. We can just watch from here. I think. All right. And, yeah, uh, Beth is and, like, and we should talk about the, the BJ fight because yeah. Connor tweeted something. People were saying maybe BJ should retire. <laughs> he set a record now for consecutive losses, seven consecutive losses. Has he had seven? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he's winless in eight because the fight before that was a draw. So how did... Uh, Who did he have a draw with? Um, I forget. I got to look. I know. What did Connor oh, say in his tweet? It's funny because it looked like she was going to... Oh, that was a bad takedown attempt. But it's weird because she can't get the hook in because she has her over the arm. But it looks like she can get a reverse triangle. But then it, I'll look at her pelvis right on the elbow. Good job. Yeah, she had no choice. She had the time there. Yeah. So I, I'm, I was calling her Irene. Why was I doing that? Because it's well, spelled Irene. Yeah. I-R-E-N-E. Right? Yeah. So how do you pronounce it? Irene Aldana. Irene. Yeah. Good job, Irene Aldana. Yeah, she's tough. I met her in Mexico. She's when I was uh, when I was there doing looking for a fight. Tough girl. Yeah, she trains with Alexa Grasso. Yes. Also, yeah. So, yeah. No, they they got a bunch of tough girls over there. Good for her. And she and that fight's gonna help her grow because she started really putting her hands together in that. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I want to see what's 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 next for her. She's got some skills. Um, BJ's draw was against John Fitch, and then he lost seven, seven fights straight against. fights. I mean, I mean, big names that he's. What doesn't you know, matter? Right. What's right. his total record? He's sixteen, fourteen, and two now. So, wow. yeah, and that's what he's, he's fighting. Like, I guess it's because the name. He's a legend, dude. Let me tell you, I'm forty four, dude. I fought him when I was twenty eight. <laughs> the guy's been around, right. man. The guy's been around. I don't. It's 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 not about money either with BJ. You know. I just think that, that guys do this for so long, you know, and it's hard to see what's – when it comes down to what's next, it's like, it's like, Jimmy, one day you're like, all right, now don't do stand-up anymore. What are you doing? You're like, ah, I'm going to a comedy cellar. No, you're right. not. What are you doing? Yeah, uh, what you, uh, what, what's your schedule? But I want to go there, but we're not paying you. Oh, but I want to – it's just what you use. It's like a routine of like, all right, when it's not – it felt weird. When I stopped, I'm like – all right, I don't have a fight coming up. Like, even after a few months, I'm like, all right, now what the fuck's going on? Right. You know? And then I met my bird. <laughs> <laughs> then I met my bird. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Um, to so, answer your question, Jimmy, so uh, <laughs> Dylan Dennis, who's one of Connor's teammates, obviously was in, got attacked by Khabib right. in the, yeah. the eagle uh, jump. He had tweeted, please, BJ, retire. You got nothing to prove. And Connor replied to that and said, he has got uh, nothing to lose uh, either soldier on soldier, zero concussive knockouts on record, some repetitive blows, yes, but zero lights out. There are fighters with way worse on the clock, way more mental issues, and are paraded to continue. People in this game are fools, blind sheep. So Connor is saying, look, BJ's losing, but he's not like getting killed by anybody. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, he just ran out of gas. End of the I mean, second round, early third round, he, he ran out of gas. He just, he, here's the thing, though. I mean, it, while that's true, like, Guida won the fight. It's not like he got destroyed, BJ. But it didn't really ever look at any point like BJ was going to win the fight. I thought the first either, round he looked know? really good, though. He first, looked fine. No, he looked great first, first. first round he, yeah. looked, he looked good. Yeah. 
But I don't know. It's weird. It's almost like you, I don't know if you blame this on on age. Like <laughs> BG was kind of always like that. Like his his endurance was questioned in the past. Like right. where at his fights where he's coming out strong, and then he'd start to you know, you know, fade. You know, and that's 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 when he was in his prime. So that's not going to get better as right. you get older. You know, but as far as you look at his last two fights. I mean, he definitely didn't really. I mean, you know, besides icing that knee, I don't know what happened to his knee with Ryan Hall, but right. uh, if it got popped or not, but that's something that could happen in class. And I don't know, did Clay really hurt him? It was more of him getting gassed. Right. It's not like he took a bad beating. He took a few shots, I think, in the third. I think he got, didn't he get stunned uh, in, in, in towards mm-hmm. the middle of the third? Yeah, round? a couple of uppercuts that yeah. Clay landed, yeah. I don't know. Again, it's not like he's. It's not like what was happening to Rashad Evans or right. somebody that would like to do it with Chuck Liddell, where you're like, oh man, I don't want to see him get hurt. The lights are getting put out a lot. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I I I really I re- I know. I mean, I know BJ for so long. I love the dude. He's a really good good person. You know. I, I just how old is he, Matt? I, I don't know. I, how old is he? He's a little younger than me. He's got to be thirty nine, thirty eight. Oh, he's all right. You know what is he? Thirty eight or thirty nine? Something. Uh, like he just turned forty in December. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Yeah, he's a little bit younger than me, but he's forty. So, I don't know. He's got he's the same as me. I think he's got like two or three girls, you know, little kids. So, I don't know. He could do whatever he wants. He's like the 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 mayor of Hawaii there, or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, the guy's a legend. He could do whatever he wants. So, who knows? I just I wish him best. I don't yeah, know. I don't want to. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, he should retire. It's not like he is getting destroyed. And it looked like he was having a great time as far as. Leading up to it, like I saw some pre-fight stuff, and he was in the back, and he's hugging everybody, and he's having fun he's training. And he looked, he did look good in the beginning, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. He did have a good, right? He had a good first round. I to me, it just didn't seem like. At no point did I feel like Clay Guida was in danger. Right. You know what I mean? That, that that's all I mean. But he did have a good first round. He looked all right. All right, so um, yeah, I guess we'll figure out what he'll figure out what he wants to do, and yeah. we'll all find out about it. Yeah. Will Dana let him keep fighting? I mean, will will they? How, does he have a contract with how many fights left on it? Yeah, that I don't know. I think he does have a few. I think he does have a contract with a few fights left on it. So, you what know. happened to those chocolate balls I put in front of you? Did they fall off the tape? You ate them already? There was only there weren't chocolate bars. Little balls. I was just talking. Are you were talking, so I figured I better eat them quickly. Okay. I thought maybe they fuck slid, I'm turning into. I thought maybe they slid off the table. I feel my stomach. I can literally feel my stomach resting over my dick. I have to stop eating. <laughs> I'm disgusting. Can't stop. Jimmy. Whether you're an athlete, weekend warrior, or someone who just deals with constant joint pain, back pain, muscle soreness, or arthritis. Finding a natural remedy that instantly works, it might seem non-existent. Well, most over-the-counter pain relievers such as Icy Hot, Bengay, they only focus on one basic cooling effect, which temporarily takes your mind off the pain until the pain returns in an hour or so. So if you're looking to get rid of a nagging muscle and joint pain immediately while providing long-lasting recovery, then you need to try natural breakthrough pain relief solution, CryoFreeze CBD, developed by Omax Health. This non-prescription, triple-action pain relief roll-on is especially formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, and improve muscle and joint flexibility. And the best part is, it's 100% natural. CBD-powered Remedy works its magic within 10 minutes of application, and relief lasts for up to 8 hours, much longer than over-the-counter products. It's super easy to throw in your gym bag and take on the go for emergency pain relief. Simply roll it over where it hurts and ice out the pain with an Arctic Blast. Omax Health. 
is offering our listeners 20% off a full bottle of CryoFreeze pain relief roll-on plus free shipping. This discount also applies to any product site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and enter code UNFILTERED to take advantage of this incredible savings. That's O-M-A-X health.com. Enter code UNFILTERED. That's O-M-A-X health.com and enter code UNFILTERED to get 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide. Don't let muscle soreness continue to be an excuse for not living an active lifestyle. Go to omaxhealth.com and feel relief faster. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up Podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up. An epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph. And a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to... Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. Um, hey, by the way, before we get back into the uh, the fights from this weekend, Dana White, during the event, or maybe right after, posted a photo of Nate Diaz and Anthony Pettis, and he said, Diaz versus Pettis co-main event August 17th wow. at 170 pounds in Anaheim. Not official, but Dana posted it. So, Marab thoughts. Pettis versus Diaz. Wow, it's a great fight. It is a great I, fight. I can't wait. Who? Who do you think? I don't know. It's tough. Um, <laughs> I think Pettis. Uh, yeah. You think I think Pettis? I, think. I don't know, man. I, I like Pettis a lot. I love Duke Rufus. Um, I like both the Pettis brothers. But I think Nate's going to be hungry, man. I think he's... How old is Nate now? Thirty-four. Let's check. Yeah, I mean, it's not. He's and what's Anthony's last couple of fights, Chris? Well, the last one is the finish of uh, Wonder Boy. That ridiculous. Oh, like, right, right, But right. but he but he was losing that fight though until that point, uh, which doesn't matter. He won, but yeah, it didn't matter at all. Um, Rose was winning too. Yeah, man, she looked as good as ever. Nate is thirty-four. So. I think Nate's saying, "All right, look, I got to get some more paydays before I call it quits." Sure, he's crazy not to. And he puts. Who's his boxing trainer? He's 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 the the white haired guy. Something is it something Ramirez? Yeah, let me ch- let me check. I know something like about. that. I, I like to give him a shout out. They look like they got a nice bond. Richard Perez, yeah. Richard Perez, 
the uh, what the fuck? I'm talking about this. I was talking about the Night Stalker. <laughs> Richard Ramirez. Yeah, yeah. Who is it that trains Nate Diaz to put his pants into his socks so his, uh, he doesn't leave evidence? Behind? I was watching this. Some I've been watching some serial killer shit, but we'll talk about that later. But uh, <laughs> Richard Ramirez. <laughs> <laughs> Who's his jujitsu coach? Oh, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all star team. Rich, Richard Perez. <laughs> yeah, Richard Perez. Richard yeah. Perez. I I when. But Nate, I believe Nate, Nate's going to do the right thing. And, uh, I mean, look. Look what Nate's done to the Cowboy. Look what's Nate. Well, look at him and Connor. Look at those yep. battles. I think Nate's going to come in prepared, and it's going to be. He knows. This is a, he hasn't fought in over a couple years. When did he said. fight Cowboy? Man? Was that 2013? I mean, that's a while ago. 2012, even? Yeah, I, I can Or is that my crazy thing? Jimmy, it's like me and you. That was 2011, well, yeah. End of 2011. These so. little nuggets. Look, Jimmy, that's like you, my little bird, and that's like me. The stockier, larger. Yes, Jimmy, I'm going to eat me now. Come on now. Sorry, All right, let's go. Now, uh, Thiago Alves against uh, Loriano Staropoli. That's Staropoli, but that fucking guy, he, he is really fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And he has a gas tank on him, too. Yes, he does. They were worried he was going to burn himself out, but he really didn't. He, he did good. not. He didn't seem like he was in trouble at all at any point. Dominic Cruz no. begs to differ. He did, yeah. <laughs> Dominic, wait, hold on. Does Dominic Cruz train with Thiago Alves? No, he doesn't. He's no, he doesn't. But it's funny when he's like, Starpoli's doing all this acrobatic stuff or whatever he's, you know, he's doing all these moves that take a lot of energy. And Thiago was kind of waiting for his time. Right. And I know what he was talking about. Sure. But getting the timing down, figure yeah. out when to counter. Yeah. And he was, and, and, and I like, Thiago was, he was in the fight for sure. Sure. But this was, I mean, Starpoli was in control. It was 30 20. He was good. Yeah. He yeah. was. It was I, I know what, what Dominic was saying. Yeah. But I don't I don't think Thiago was landing those shots like as clean, you know. Well D C kinda mentioned that. Uh uh yeah. actually said like I don't like to disagree with you, but I think that there's only three. It's not a five round fight. It's a three round fight. Yeah, yep. and that's what I thought when I was watching Jose. I'm like, what, what are you doing? This is not a five round fight. I totally agree. I think that, yes. What are you waiting for? You, you can't give way around when there's only three rounds. Right. It's very interesting. Right. He wanted a three round fight, and then I think he fought it kind of like a five, five round, round fight. fight yeah, right. I agree. So uh, who did we all have picked? Uh, it was uh, it was uh, a Starpoli by decision, which he absolutely deserved. Yes, we we both had that. Me and Jimmy and Matt. You had Tiago Alves by third round. Okay, so it's I'm uh, old school, man. Yeah, okay, so basically it's. Uh, it's three for Chris, three for Jim, and so far none for Matt. But I, I, I have faith. Well, he got the one point for Volkanovski. You're right, one point for yeah. that's cute. All right, so <laughs> three to one. Uh, uh, <laughs> it right, only gets uh, worse from here. Onto the co-main event, Jared Cannonier and Anderson oh, Silva. Hard to say what would have happened. What was the damage? That was uh, that was the same leg that he hurt himself on uh, his right leg, uh, kicking Chris. Correct, but it was at a different yeah. spot. Yes, it was. Side, it's a different he, injury. He said, I think he said he had an injury already or something. Yeah, it popped out a couple times during camp, and then he didn't actually go to the hospital that night because he was like, "It's going to be crazy to go to the hospital on Saturday night in Rio." So he was going to wait till today. So I don't know what his uh, Monday. Why but, he felt he get mobbed or they'd be too busy? Yeah, just super busy, I guess. Um, he probably knew something was wrong with it going into the fight. I would assume. So that was weird to see him get kicked, and it just whatever it was, it popped out. That was a, a hard kick. Kennedy yeah. throws everything difficult. Uh, hard, hard kick. Yeah. Was a hard kick. Oh, boy. It's almost it. an understatement. Yeah. That thing looked. It wasn't surprising, but when he did drop, I did not. I was concerned yeah. because I've been there before with Anderson Silva, and I thought it wasn't a bad thing. I thought I thought when he fought Chris Weidman and Chris, and he, and Chris kicked, no, he went to kick Chris and he fell down. I thought he hurt his leg similar to what happened here. Yeah. That's why I'm like, broke. oh, is it like broke? Right. I did not think that thing was in half. So they had me on like tape being like, ah, fuck him. It's not, it's broke. Good. Fuck him. I was happy the thing was 
stopped and it was funny. I had to, that's a, whatever. We addressed there's, this there's, back in the day. There's so many funny comments on like message boards when anything happens and people are like, Matt Saravoy's like, fuck good, fuck him. <laughs> there's a meme of me going like, good. I Have you know. talked to Anderson since then? I'll be upside down. Yes, list. yes. And I, and I, and what happened is I'm, I'm friends with his um, manager, Ed Soares, who runs, uh, yeah. He runs a fighting promotion. Sure. The, the, the LFA. Does yes. No, wait, fuck. Am I saying the wrong no, one? Yeah, that's not Make yeah. sure I say the right one. Because okay. if it's the oh, wrong yes. one. He I'm... runs the UFC. No, he, no. <laughs> he runs Strike Force. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. LFA. Yeah, yes. yeah, the LFA. Yeah. yeah, I should be more confident with the shit yeah. I know. But uh, he's a great guy. I get along with him well. He's been in here. Yeah, guy. I remember him. He's the, the was man, he in here with Brian Ortega? He's the yes, yes, yes. They were goofing on him because he does this. this they, 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 they surf, yeah. and he does the surfboarding standing up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's the same. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, big yeah. one. No, he's, he's he stands up, up no, but with a paddle. Yeah, yeah. He, and it's a rowboat. He gets he sits in a rowboat and pretends he's surfing. <laughs> it was funny when they were goofing on him, but uh, they, but um, but he's a good dude. So I actually called him. The next day, because I felt bad, because they, they we're mic'd. Yeah, that's the and worst. And when the thing got stopped, we're like, "What happened?" You know what I'm talking about, right, Marab? When Anderson Silva got his leg broken. Oh yeah, yeah. sure, sure. And with Chris, yeah. and it got stopped, and we right. didn't in the corner. We didn't know what happened. Exactly. So I'm like, "Oh wait, the legs broke. It stopped. It's over. Right, good, good. Fuck him. It's over." But then yeah. I didn't know it was in half. You know, I you were just happy for your guy. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I thought it was similar to what just happened. Like, oh, he hurt his leg, and now it's over. You didn't think the thing was. I'm not like a sick. Bastard, heartless fuck where the guy's legs in half. That was a rough one to watch, Jimmy. Yeah, I know. I was in the, I was in the front row for that. That was a very rough one. And then we, no one realized how bad it was oh, until they showed it on the replay. And oh. you're like, oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. You know? That's rough. So, yeah, so I got that straight with Ed right away. Wait, dude, I yeah. didn't know what the hell happened. So, Cannoneer uh, won because Anderson, I just couldn't continue fighting. And, uh, yeah, but he did. I mean, to, to his credit, though, I mean, he targeted that leg. And oh yeah, and yeah, it, up, it wasn't know? good yeah. luck. I mean, he kicked it extremely hard. And, uh, right. You know, shame on the Brazilian audience. And I'm listen. I'm friends with a lot of Brazilians, so whatever. But you gotta, you know, the guy was re- nothing but respectful, and they just they wouldn't let him talk. <laughs> they yeah. wouldn't let him talk. Well, he just beat Anderson. Let, I mean, you know, in Brazil. Yeah. I know, in a sporting event. I agree. And it was a fair fight. He didn't fucking shank him. That's true. He didn't cold clock him. <laughs> right. He didn't hit him after the bell. He did not shake his hand. He checked on his, his, his well-being after the fight, showed respect during the yeah. fight. And they would not let him talk. Now, as you know, Marab, in the center of the cage, well, you don't know because you're not used to hearing boos. You hear the cheers. <laughs> but, I mean, I right. was there with that time with Al... With uh, when he fought Game Brad and it was the and he said fuck you to the audience where they were like fuck me yeah. and he's booing me f yeah. you and uh, they were booing you cannot hear you can't hear you can't right. hear like from this right. close it's deafening so right. if you hear it on the the TV if you hear it a little bit there and you're saying oh man why isn't he just talking you can't you can't hear it you right you can't yeah. hear shit you just all it's deafening. In there, and it sounded loud. Like you, sometimes you hear boos, and sound, that sounded so, really loud so on TV. Were they booing him at because he walked around after and putting his hand by his ear? Like what? Like probably is that why they were booing him when he went to talk? Probably, maybe, but, yeah. But hey, man, it was I excessive. Though, I thought. But yeah, they, 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 they. I don't know. I thought he handled it the right way. Like, hey, man, I respect Anderson Silva. He's you know this and that. Sure. And I'm saying great things about him, but you know, as far as the audience. <laughs> You know, I like that because he wasn't being Colby Covington or anything. He no, no, he did the right thing. Yeah. 
So you know, now who did we? I know I had Kennedy, and I hated the pick against Anderson. But yeah, you did. You had Kennedy by second round knockout. It obviously happened at the end of the first. And me and Matt both had Anderson. You had third round knockout. I had second round submission. I just wanted to take that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, didn't yeah, work it's a terrible I got pick. loyalty there, like just like fucking Tyrion, Tyrion Lannister, little fucking snitch. Well, you know, hugged his brother. That was nice. That was a nice Yo, moment. Not for nothing. Why did he go back like a little bitch and tell uh, tell? Daenerys about because it was loyalty to his queen. He felt like he had to do it. He felt like I got to tell her she this this this, uh, this little bald motherfucker is wrecking everything, and I got to yeah. say it. Yeah. And he made the wrong choice. But you know what I like though? I like before uh, Varys 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 yes before he got fucking melted. The uh, I like when he goes. Look, I hope I hope I deserve this. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. But guess what, by he the end right. of the episode, Jimmy, guess what? He was right. Well, you said it too far. Guess what happens by the end he of the episode? He was 100% episode? right. Yep. By the end of the episode. Right, he's right. <laughs> by the way, how <laughs> shitty is it when you're getting the death sentence handed down and you see a dragon stand up? You're like, oh, Ooh, fuck. That was spooky. Oh, I know, I know how this is going. Yeah. Well, That dragon is the shit, by the way. It's my favorite a, thing. He didn't have a, a penis. No, he did not. So you I know. guess be, uh, death was a welcomed relief. No, but I think, you know, I, I kind of liked him. I mean, really? I, liked, I liked him. I think he, he he had like the best intentions. He knew that John he thinks John John Snow's better suited. But I don't want the throne. Yeah, well, great kings often don't want that, that yeah. power. Doesn't mean they're not great kings. It's a good point. Let's get back to some. Cersei and Jamie Lannister hugging at the end was very nice. You like and that? It's so funny how it's like romantic, except for the whole incest pushing the kid out the window thing. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how we look at that like it's this great love story? Yeah. And they're terrible people. They're they terrible. Are, yeah. She beheaded someone the week before. I know. And we're like, ah, the poor that dear, scene of crying. Them, <laughs> but that scene of them when, when Bran was being a little, they don't mention he's being a little peak and Tom, a little pervert, but when, uh, oh, yeah. before he got pushed, got, oh, yeah, you, know, Bran. They, they, you know, what are you looking at, Things kid? you do for But love. I'll tell you right now, that was a hot scene. But the, of course it was. You know, they had sex by the coffin. When not, was it Joffrey or the no, other kid died? No, not that one, you oh. sick bastard. Well, they did. I'm talking about with the one that Brandon seen. Oh, I'm the sick bastard. You like the one where the kid gets pushed out the window? No. But I'm wrong for wanting a coffin. I don't like picture. that. I just like the fact that when they were getting freaky, he was like behind her. You yeah, know? it was great. Yeah. It was great. The whole <laughs> relationship was just twisted and perverse and great. I love fucking Queen Cersei. And it was a nice moment when they both bought it. It sure, was, man. I, I I can't. And first of all, the Golden Company, fucking boo. That didn't play out. Well, we got right. the Golden Company. Let's, What's that? Whoop! Well, hold on. That guy, like the guy that from uh, the Iron Bank, like she brought in that army. Yeah. And then they just got toasted. Just they immediately. got. Here's yeah. why they brought them in because they knew it would look great to have a dragon burning those dumb ships. Yeah. They got their dicks kicked in. But no, no, the gold. Yeah, well, the, no. Well, yeah, that that's was the Iron that was Uron. That's, uh, that's the Iron shit. Fleet yeah, took a together. beating. Yeah. The uh, the Golden Company, and they had that like pretty boy in the front, right. and it was almost like the exact scene when Jon Snow in the Battle of the Bastards, when Jon Snow was getting about to, when he got shot, the arrow, the arrows hit his horse, and he sees them all charging towards him. And he, he reflects like this is gonna be it. And he takes his sword out, and then the, they come and the the, the the horses clash behind, like at the same time as he's about to get trampled. But the leader of the Golden Company was a cuck, and he was a pussy, and he started running in the other direction. I don't blame him. That's how, what I would do. How about you the, what? How about the Mountain and the Hound finally? Oh my God! How great was that? Yeah, they both died, huh? They, in fire, which was great because the Hound hated fire oh, so yeah. much. They, they, they went found out the dragon fire. It was it was a good fight scene. His brother and was kicking the shit out of him. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. Took a knife in the head. Was gonna pull it out. I love how he started laughing. 
it, with it, the brother or around. Oh, hounded! Hound yeah, how's like this guy like just this won't guy die? Just, yeah. And it was very cool uh, visually. Yeah, because like, you know you have the fucking dragon fire and shit. Yeah, when he you mushed know? that priest's head into the fucking rocks. Oh, that was quick. great! Because yeah, I've had enough of that guy. That was your favorite character. I didn't like him. I related to him because he was kind of weaselly. You were going for that role. I would have just sucked up. No, I went for Barris. You were going who? Varus, bald and don't get to use your dick. I related to both counts. But uh, what about Grey Worm? Colin tweeted that that Grey Worm, which oh Grey Worm is inspired by because I'm a worm. Did he say? Yeah, he did. It was very funny, a very hurtful tweet by the awful Colin Quinn. What did he say? That you should be Grey Worm? No, it was, that it was based on me by the name. But I didn't like Grey Worm because I hated this. He looks. He reminds me of Mariano Rivera. I just didn't like his character. He bugged That's me. That's really funny. I didn't like. I like. I used to like him, and I started to hate him when he became like a sexy lead. Right. <laughs> I know, because that's misleading. Yeah, I didn't like sure. him. Sure. Yeah. I didn't like him at all. Well, listen, I don't know what's going to happen in that last episode. Let's get back to some MMA action. You know why? Because Marab doesn't watch Game of Thrones. That's right. Marab's looking, looking at us like, what are you fruits talking about? <laughs> I, I was going to say, so Michael Bisping, respectfully, after the Anderson's, you know, after the event, sure. was talking yeah. about Anderson, and he said, Father Time has caught up with him. With the greatest of respect, Anderson Silva needs to retire. He's already given so much to the sport. He doesn't need to give any more. Enjoy retirement. What do you guys think about that? Well, I don't know because again, it depends on what the injury is. Because he didn't get out, he didn't get beaten up. I mean, no. the reality was he just he took a leg injury, which could happen to you when you're you know if you're 24, that could happen to you if your knee pops out. Yeah, I know what Bisping is saying, but he, it wasn't like he got beat up and took a bunch of headshots and, and was just getting the shit kicked out of him and got tired after three minutes. No, I agree. Um, it's funny, man. He's my age. He's 44. You know, well, he has nothing else to prove, but he did look good. He did a nice body kick, you know? Oh, yeah, yep. a couple of really nice body kicks, yeah. He didn't... He, I don't think he looked old. I don't think you could no. go in there and say he looked old. I think he looked good, and I think he was being patient. And uh, I don't know. I wouldn't... I wouldn't be... It's, it's almost like... If he's not he's not getting beat up, so... Yeah, you know, I, I, agree. His no, I agree. Fight, Although, didn't uh, Cannoneer... Uh, get out of that uh, tie clinch just with, by being strong. Like just he out muscled and, and muscled his way out of that tie clinch. Yeah, but I think Cannoneer is a ball, and I think yeah. he's, he's first of all he looks strong, but I think he's you could if he felt him he'd probably he's that much stronger. stronger. Like because yeah. he had a nice uh, tie clinch on him, also known as the plum. Yeah, <laughs> I don't call it the. Well, plum. I was gonna say that, but Anderson <laughs> yeah. had it. With his back against the cage, yes. which he'd prefer to have it the other way, the right. way he finished Rich Franklin and different. Oh you know, yeah. So and there's also uh, sorry, so he used to fight heavier too, I believe. That he was a light heavyweight, yeah, yeah. and a heavyweight. He fought a heavyweight. Actually. He did right. His first yeah. fight was a heavyweight. Um, yeah. So Silva, but I thought Silva looked worse against. Uh, I thought he, not he looked old, but you could see the speed difference between him and Israel Adesanya. I thought there Adesanya yeah. just a, he was a step ahead almost every time. Yeah. That to me showed more than this did. Well, I mean, he is again. He is forty four. Yeah, you know. So is he the Anderson of uh, you know when he's in his twenties? No, but he's still in there and he's still making it competitive. It's not like he's getting his ass handed to him. He's not yeah, getting right. his lights out, you know. And uh, you know, not that you want to see that, but. Again, I think it's on him, you know. If, he, if his yeah. leg heals up, it was just one of those things where the leg got fucked. You know. I'll tell you, not to get back to BJ, but he was throwing a nice uppercut. I was like, that thing's going to fucking land. He was throwing some good combinations. Yes, he was. Right, Marab? You see yeah. some of BJ's fight? Yeah, yeah. Man, he was doing some nice combos. Yeah. Just that, I don't know. I just get remin I start reminiscing. I'm like, that looks like the BJ of old, you know? Mm -hmm. And then he starts getting a little tired. I'm like, well, 
That could be the BJ of old too, though. Sometimes <laughs> sure. he's tired. But I just like BJ. Um, let's talk about the, the Rose. Yeah, what a heartbreaker. You know, first of all, congratulations to Andrade, though. I mean, yeah, she was losing Andrade. that fight. Oh yeah, I, I'll tell you, Ro the Rose, Thug Rose was looking great. I thought she was looking great, wasn't yes, she? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she ever looked better. She, she was, was looking great. better than I've ever seen her with her stand. Yeah, that was the best round of her it, career, I think. The it first was one-sided, and it's weird that when she went for the takedown earlier, she had a similar grip with the Kimura, but and and it worked in her. The second it hit the floor, she was almost submitting. That's right, Jessica. But you know, you miss you misread those, and you'll go up a little higher than you thought. Anytime you're airborne, you know it's. It's a uh, it's a crapshoot there. She's you know lucky I mean? all she did was take a loss. The way she landed, she's lucky that this is just a loss and she didn't break her neck. That was a brutal I, fucking I, land. I wasn't yeah. sure if it was even like I'm not and I'm not. Listen, it's a fight, so I'm going to say she won for sure. But I wasn't sure if it was even legal at first. I'm like, is that a pile driver? I'm I was like, and then afterwards in her speech, she's going, "They called me the pile driver." I'm like, wait a minute, don't say that because <laughs> right. I don't think that's. Can we legal. see that again, Chris? Yeah, we can show it. Did yeah, she? But did she mean to do it? Or well, you're not supposed to spike nobody on their head. That I don't believe so. I mean, you could check. No, the you're right. It's the same as like the twelve to six elbow you can't drop somebody straight on their head which she didn't but well, it's I'll, well, close, I'll tell you right now that's a there's a totally you're way better off uh allowing the 12 to 6 elbow compared oh, yeah. to throwing somebody on their fucking head like that no 100% but uh I'm not against it cuz at the end of the day it is a fight to me but when she lifts oh boy well there you go that's the reaction so crazy but, but man, yeah, I mean, she was just getting pieced up on the feet. Rose was doing great. Rose was doing up. great. And then getting out of the, I like the way she's getting out of harm's way. And, yeah. and this too, she was defending takedowns with the Kimura, which I love. She looked right. really, really good. Um, it, and, uh, and Jessica just got her up against the fence. Yeah. And Jessica's just strong. I mean, she, again, yeah. she picks her up. Like she didn't expect to uh, right on the head. She didn't. I don't think Rose. I think Rose expected her to do more of it. She did the first. Can you go back to the first time she threw her? Yeah, sure. I'd like to see the difference with that. You know, should Rose have let go, go of the Kimura lock? Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, in that sense, hindsight, hindsight's you know, she should have let go. The first one. Is the first one good? Yeah. Hold on. Didn't they say if she let go of it, she would have landed on her back and not her head? Yeah. Yes. She couldn't rotate out. Yeah. Okay, so this is about three three twenty in the first round. And when she lifts her up, see she tries the oh that was see that time she tried to put her on her ass. And she lands on her feet almost. And, but she gets her again. Picks her up, up again. And now see th Rose this is, is going different for a ride, but she has her boom Look right up. on her Yeah, see that? And she, and she almost, tried to do it again. She still almost gets an arm lock. Look at that. Yeah. See, Jessica's got short little arms, so that helps her out. Rose got kicked right her way out because Rose are much man. bigger than what she a is. great! This was a great fight, man. It really was. Rose looked amazing. And by the way, it, the, the thing that you got to credit Jessica too. After almost got, uh, getting locked up in a Kimura, she still did pick her up again and almost had yeah, the same that. thing happen again. So she had faith in the fact that she was going to throw her down. Yep. I'll tell you, that man. was a ballsy move. Rose was fighting. Yeah, I agree. But but I think she knows one way, and that's forward. She's a forward pressure. Heavy-handed, Jessica slams. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. That I mean, I I feel Rose a rematch would be phenomenal and because Rose, Rose was looking awesome. great. And uh, Rose, I think I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say as you never want to lose. There's no good way to get knocked out. But I imagine that that's somehow easier to live with than getting punched or dropping your go. I mean, you know, you get slammed on your head. There's very few people that wouldn't be knocked out. Yeah, getting picked up and slammed. Yeah, it's just like a little a little error. It was a little adjustment on Jessica's part, and it was just a, maybe a little slip on Rose's part, and, and it happens. But How many times have you seen that? I've seen that happen before, but not many. Who was the last time I saw somebody get knocked out by a slam? 
I don't know. Well, the famous one is Rampage, obviously, but I, I don't remember the last one in the UFC. Yeah, I, I, yeah. May, I can't think of one. It's like a street fight thing to happen. You know? Yeah, someone just get picked up and thrown on their fucking heads. Yeah, well. So congratulations to Jessica. We yeah, all picked sure. Rose. We um, did, yeah. But I would love to see a rematch between that. That's got to be the next fight is, is Andrade Rose, too. It has to be. Because of how it ended and because Rose was winning. It wasn't like, you know, I mean, look, they gave you Jacek uh, a shot after that, after that first round tap to strikes, which is okay. Right. But she got the rematch immediately, so I think Rose definitely deserves it. Well, here's so, but here's the other aspect of it. So Rose was talking after, and I, and right after the fight, she was saying it's a honestly, it's pressure off my shoulders to not have the title. Yeah. And then in her post-fight uh, press conference, she was saying, "I've been hearing that there could be a rematch. I definitely was whooping her butt. There's no doubt about that. I just kind of like, I don't know. We'll see if I'm still interested in this. I know I could beat her, but I just don't know." I just want to do something else with my life right now. Oh, I don't know. Wow. We'll see. I'm not going to make any decisions right now. I don't know. It's just hard to keep having fun with this. So, you know, that's right after a fight. So we'll have to see you yeah. know, in a week or whatever. But but it did seem like she wasn't uh, super pumped about it. Yeah. yeah. About that idea. Rose seems like she gets because uh, I know that the Connor fight uh, that started, I mean, with Khabib where he threw the shit through the window yeah. affected her mentally. And mentally, she seems to be. Uh, Maybe because she's had trauma, she seems to be very affected by by stuff. So maybe maybe uh, she will decide to step away. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, and the I other because I love watching the, her. The other I one like is uh, so Tatiana Suarez and Nina, Nina Ansaroff are fighting uh, June eighth. So that could potentially be right. another challenger. Maybe she fights Karate Hottie. Maybe they have a rematch. You know, who knows? I have to use the bathroom. How much time until we have? Uh... Yeah, it's perfect. Take a break and then we'll call uh, Vicente. All right, what a delightful idea. <laughs> All right, we all went to the bathroom. It was a, a wonderful trip for all of us, I think. Now we're going to get Vicente Luque on the phone, uh, who is fighting Neil Magny. It's this Saturday, right? The Comain in yeah, Rochester. Yeah, in Rochester, yeah. I'm so dumb. I didn't even realize these guys were fighting in Rochester, <laughs> and I booked a gig up there. I'm going to be up there Friday and Saturday doing gigs, so if you're up there and you want to come see me. What, uh, oh, go ahead, Jimmy. I'm at the uh, Comedy at the Carlson. Say it again. You were plugging, and I was interrupting. Oh, that's okay, but at Comedy at the Carlson. Uh, you know where I'm going to be tonight? Where? With Marab. Maybe Zuka if he's invited. I don't know if it's up to Marab, but you're invited. Uh, Al Iaquinta just texted me just now. Did you get the text? Exactly. Did you get the text? Yes. Where are we headed? Say it right now. Eddie's Pizza. Yes! Marab, that's where we're fucking headed tonight. We we just got, got, this is breaking news. We got the phone. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. We're going to get back to this after. Uh, Hey, Vicente, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Good to have you on, buddy. Are Are you in Rochester already? No, right now I'm still in Florida. What's up, Vicente? How you doing, buddy? It's Matt Sarah. Hey, what's up, Matt? Man, I'm happy. Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, now, is your girlfriend or wife, is she your uh, manager too or no? So she helps me out with, with with all kind of marketing and stuff. It's my wife. And, you know, she she did publicity in, in college, so she helps me out with all that stuff. She's not my manager. My manager is Ali, but she helped me out with all these kind of stuff. Oh, that's oh. So she wasn't lying when she said that you want to be on the show because you're a fan of the show. Yeah, definitely. I, I <laughs> especially I'm a fan of you. Oh, it's, this is it, man. Watching you fight welterweight, and I've always been a welterweight so a big fan. And one of the guys that beat you know George St. Pierre, oh, and stop. for you're me it's an honor to be in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? I just. I work with Matt, but I'm never. I always. I'm never not in awe of just being next to him. Now I. I went and watched the Frank Trigg fight all over again. That was a fun one to watch. Well, we're gonna bring that up when Vicente's not on the phone. Remind me, because I like. I don't get tired of talking about me knocking out Frank Trigg. No. But 
I did enjoy watching it again. <laughs> did you see? Uh, yeah. Did you see Vicente's last fight with uh, Barbarena? 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 Did you see it? <laughs> I did. It was a fucking insane fight, and I remember watching it. And I'm like, where did I watch it exactly? And there were Marab uh, reminded me that uh, who was Aljo was on that card. Yes. yes, I was watching that in the green room after Aljo's fight. And I remember thinking like, holy fudge, is this an amazing fight, Jimmy? Yes. Jimmy, it was fight of the night for a reason. Maybe fight of the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's Jimmy's looking at me like because I'm lying. <laughs> no, I know. So fucking... Now tell me something in that mm-hmm. fight. Heard it all. No, so I, I just I mean I got stopped in the first round, but it wasn't a big deal. And after the fight, I was kind of like I was bruised, you know, and, and sore, but I wasn't injured, not injured at all. I'll tell you, you gotta give something for Barbarena, man. Give some props there. He kept, he, he's he's pretty resilient, that dude. No, he is. I mean, I, I hit him, and I like I've dropped guys with much less power, much less like precise punches, and I hit that, and and he wouldn't go down. It was crazy. I, I was impressed. It was man. He kept coming, but it made for such a a sick fight. Let me ask your your nickname, the Silent Assassin. Tell me about that. So the Silent Assassin was my nickname. I got it back. It was my Fighter 21. So Black Syrians versus American Top Team. And my manager at the time, Ben Robinson, he, he, you know, I was a quiet guy. I, I didn't speak much. I just, you know, was in my corner. I just tra- trained and fought. But whenever I got to the fight, you know, I went in there with all I had. I gave it all, and usually I got the finishes. So he said, you know, you're the Silent Assassin because you don't talk much. You don't, you know, you don't brag about your style. But when you get in there, you do work and you kill these guys. Now you were part of the Black Zillions, and the um, your old manager he he, um, he since passed, correct? He passed away, Glenn Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He passed away. Now was he? How now? He he was a was he? How was he as a manager? He was a great guy. You know, he definitely was the guy that not only to me but to several UFC fighters he gave a big opportunity. Oh, he gave us the platform to go and, and show what we could do and get us into the UFC so you know he was he was I have I'm really grateful to have the chance to work with him and you know it was it was sad that he passed away but it, while he was here he did great things oh that's 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 nice let me now I wanted to ask you also I'm a big fan of uh Henry Hooft tell me about how it is to work with him because I, I you know a lot of guys they gravitate towards him and I like his style, and I like him. I like his corner work in between rounds. Tell me what it's like to work with Henry. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Henry is, you know, that Dutch style kickboxing, and I come from a background of Muay Thai and kickboxing myself. So the first time I started training with him back in 2014, we already connected really well because his style is my style, and he can, he can give me so much more, you know, knowledge about that. And he's really, like looking for the intelligence you know he's not only the guy that wants you wants to have you sharp and go in there and be able to do whatever you need to do but he also wants you to do it smart and that's something you know i try to do a lot it wasn't like my last fight i kind of like went to a brawl but you know usually i want to pick my shots i want to take my time and that's what henry does and, and he teaches that really well so you know i love working with him at, at one point too I, if i'm doing the math correctly uh, a few years ago, you, 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 I think you've lost once in four years. You're eight and one. 
and uh, you were seven five and one, and now you're fifteen six and one. So you're 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 eight and one in your last nine fights. Is my point? Has anything changed since the end of twenty fifteen? That has uh, because not, the only decision you've had was the one lost to uh, to Leon Edwards. I mean, none of these are even going to decisions. So has anything changed for you in the last uh, few years? Yeah, definitely. Especially after I got into the UFC, I think I just became much more professional. And at the same time, I had the opportunity to tra- train with guys like Henry and come here and train with great UFC fighters. And you don't get that experience. Also, I believe I was a young guy. I got into the UFC at 23, so I still was, you know, picking up on my experience so that I could, you know, be be a really good fighter. And I think all that has been, you know, has been I've been showing the work I'm, I'm putting in. I after a fight, I don't take more than a week off. I take a week off and get right back into the gym, working the basics, not going crazy, not sparring, but, you know, working on the basics on the ground game, wrestling and, and striking. And I think it's paying off. You know, I, I think little by little I'm evolving. Now, this weekend when you face Neil Magny, you got some of your teammates fighting as well. You got Nick Lentz, Desmond Green, Danny Roberts. They're all fighting also on the same card. Do you like that when your teammates are on the same card? How is that like leading up to the fight? You know, especially after being on the Ultimate Fighter, I think I, I love to fight with when my teammates are around. I just have that, you know, kind of war mentality. So we're going to war and we have our spot over here. So, you know, it, it's really motivating for me, especially also in, in the week previous to that. So we're, you know, cutting weight. Everybody's not on the best mood, but when we have everybody together and we get into the in the locker room or we get into the training room, everybody has a good energy. Everybody's trying to push each other forward. It's always good, you know. I, I love having teammates fighting in the same card as I. Now you're facing Neil Magny. Now, you know, well-rounded fighter. He uses his range well. He's got a, a five five-inch reach advantage over you. I mean, tell me what you think of Neil Magny. You know, I think he's a fighter that many people underestimate, so I'm definitely not going to make that mistake. I think he's a tough guy. He knows how to use his range. And at the same time, he, he whenever he needs to change the game and take it to the ground, he'll try to do that. And he pushes the pace pretty well. He's a guy that has a lot of cardio. So, you know, I focus a lot on my cardio as well. I want to be ready to take that fight and, and put the pressure on him three rounds nonstop. And basically, I'm going to go out there and, and try to do my game, impose my will, which is the striking. If we go to the, if we go to the ground game, I also have the have my submissions, and I, I try to be well-rounded everywhere. But I like the striking, and that's what I choose. And how did it feel to finally be uh, to finally uh, you know crack the top fifteen? Yeah, man, it's, it's something that I've been looking for a while, and you know, I, I think I've had other opportunities. I was coming in a good streak when I when I lost to Leon Edwards, and I think if I had won that, maybe I would have, right. you know, got into the top 15. But at the same time, I respect that, you know, I needed that loss. I learned a lot with that loss. So from that, I've been, and I think especially the way I fight and the way I finish, I finish the fight, the crowd wants me to, to be fighting the top guys, you know. So I think I earned my spot right now, and I think I'm here because I, I put in the work. I think it's going to be a great fight, and I'm really excited to finally fight a, a top 15 guy. Well, yeah, this is a really uh, deep division. I mean, the fact that you have Robbie Lawler is the number 10 guy, and uh, you know Ponzinibbio is number 9. I mean, this is a, a, a stacked division. So every fight now really, really means a lot. 
Yeah, I mean, I think the welterweight division, you could actually have, you know, all the way, a ranking all the way up to the 30 guys. And you have 30 guys that really could fight uh, at the top five level. So it's a really stacked division. You know, only great talent and great guys that, you know, have are dangerous everywhere. And, I mean, for me, it's, it's excellent just to, you know, be fighting and now be a ranked guy and getting close to my objective. And the plan is to keep pushing as I'm pushing. And, you know, I, I'm aiming for the top, for sure. Now, you were born in Westwood, New Jersey. How old were you when you left Jersey? I, w- I lived there until... So I was born in, in Westwood, but I, I lived nearby. So I, I didn't live in Westwood, but I lived nearby. And I lived there till I was six years old. Then I moved back to Brazil. And, but whenever I can, I visit New Jersey. My dad still lives there. He lives in Millington. And, you know, I'm, you know, whenever I'm there, I like to go snowboarding. Like, especially on the cold season, that's when I like it the most. I also get some work with, with Mickey Gall whenever I can, and, and I'm around there. So Why the cold you know, season? I, I Why do you like the there. cold season? Because I live in Brazil. So in Brazil, it's always really, really hot. Right. You know, the, the coldest they'll get there is maybe high 50s, like 58. That's a cold, cold day in, in winter Brazil. So, you know, I get tired. Like most people get tired of the cold. I get tired of the, of the warm weather. So I like to go there when it's snowing and see all of the, you know, I, I don't know. I, I like the cold and I also like snowboarding a lot. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that, I, although I don't see myself getting tired of being in the nice weather and seeing uh, Brazilian girls in bikinis. I don't, I don't see that as getting old. I, I think you're very spoiled if that's getting old and you're looking for New Jersey in the winter. <laughs> that's a real switch. By the way, are you familiar, being from Westwood, do you, the, the legendary Chris, uh, Chris Flannery, are you familiar with him? No, I'm not. Great. I'm not. That's, that's what I wanted to hear. That's our producer who put it in the notes that he was also born in Westwood, New Jersey. He put in fun facts. Oh, yeah. It's not a fun fact. It's, it's not that not fun, though. Fair. I wanted oh, to make sure you didn't that. know him. No, I, I know him because I've talked to him, but I thought you were talking about somebody that was like really known over there. And I was yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, no, I don't a, know the, the last name. It makes that it even better perfect. that you explained it like that. And <laughs> I don't know if you asked that. How's Kamaru doing after his uh, surgery? Have we asked him that yet or no? No, you haven't asked me that, but oh. he's doing great, man. He, he's been in the gym a couple of times. You know, he's splitting, especially, you know, strength and conditioning work. So he gets his health back. But he, he's looking good. He's looking good. I think in no time he'll be back to practice. And, man, it's, it's a guy that I wish I had some training with him now. You know, after he got the title, I didn't get to train with him yet. But I always love, love to go in there and, and wrestle with him, spar him. He's a, he's a great guy for sure. Now, with the nickname The Silent Assassin, you, everything goes as planned uh, this weekend. Do you have a name that you're going to be calling out after this fight? Because, hey, man, people like that. They like when they're like, oh, he wants to fight this one. It doesn't even have to be, like, trashy. Just like, yo, I want to test my skills against this guy. Is there a name, Vicente, that you got that you're thinking about, like, on, as a target next? Yeah. First of all, I'm focused on this fight. But Smart. definitely there is a name I've been asking for a while. For, I asked it on my two previous fights, is Masvidal. I want to fight that guy. And I have nothing but respect for him. I love his fighting style, and especially that's the reason I want to fight him. Wow. I think his style match with my style is going to be a fight of the night for sure, or a knockout of the night. So, you know, I, that would be a guy that I definitely want to fight. And I'm focused on you know, I want to go in there and beat him. 
And after that, I'll, I'll be, you know, seeing what I can get. But Masvidal would be a perfect fight for me. And Masvidal is fighting uh, who coming up? Ben Askren. He is fighting Ben Askren. And I know he has, uh, he and Leon Edwards uh, have some unfinished business too. But I think that would be a great fight, you against uh, Masvidal. So I would love to see that as well. I like that he's calling him out. Though. Yeah, I do That's too. That's ballsy. Not yeah. a lot of guys call out game bread, yeah. you know? I like that, Vicente. Showing you, I was about to say, showing your nuts, but it shows your balls. Well, it shows your balls. Same thing. Yeah, Vicente. I like it. He's not calling out no chumps. He wants some game bread. Hey, buddy. Good nah, luck. Well, this, I want to uh, fight the best, man. You well, do right because that's that's the best way to move up. Um, listen. Good luck this weekend on the co-main against Neil Magny in Rochester. Uh, of course, the uh, the main event is. Uh, don't tell me I am. Uh, Oh my God! My, Go ahead. No, I, my brain just don't <laughs> don't even tell me it's. It's RDA and uh, RDA Kevin Lee against fucking yes. Okay. <laughs> was Kevin Lee? Oh, that's a oh fun my one. God, yeah. my mind. Ju- if you didn't tell me that, by the way, I would not have remembered that for forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Vicente would have been holding on. Like, what the fuck? I apologize. You guys are the phone. <laughs> but, but my mind is going. Hey, Vicente, uh, thanks, man. And good talking to you. Next time you're in Jersey, what? Come in studio, man. Hang out. Yeah. Definitely, man. I, I got to do that for sure. Next time, I'll, I'll make sure that I hit you up, and we're going to get some work together. For so sure. It would be an honor. Awesome, buddy. Thanks so much, man, and all our best this weekend. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Good luck, man. Take care, Vicente. Take care, bro. Thanks. Take care. Right. Yeah, Kevin, right. Vicente, I mean, uh, Kevin, Vicente, uh, Kevin Lee against uh, Javier Dos Anjos. Wow. That's a good yeah, fight. That's really Lee's, good fight. That's welterweight debut. Yeah. What, do you th- what do you think, Marab? I want to know. That's a, listen. I know Rage and Al put on a, a great fight with that fight, but I I do hold Kevin Lee in high regard. Sure. I think Kevin Lee's a problem for a lot of people. What I like about this fight is they're both lightweights fighting up. Like you know what I mean. So they're right. not like both right. huge welterweights. Right. So I mean, this fight could have been taken. This could have been taken place at welterweight. Sure. Uh, lightweight. At lightweight. Uh, wow. I know we're not doing picks today, but I'm just saying. We'll do them in our last appearance here with Chris the producer. Oh, we'll have one. man, Chris the producer. But I hate that we won't be around with wow. you to oh. discuss. We're doing our picks, but why? Why, yeah, why right. the fuck are we well, doing our picks? Yeah, well, I mean, we. Why I guess we don't even we don't have, have to, to do, do the, the picks, picks, but we could talk about the fights. Yeah. You know what, though? How about this, Chris? In honor, we should do them. Me and you will do them, but he doesn't have to do them. Well, I'd like to have him do it oh. for one more time, one more tally. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll get a I'm phoner so- from Chris the producer. No, nah, no, nah, listen, That's a we, it's got to be a clean breakup. got to let it go. It's got to be a clean yeah. breakup. No sport like, fucking. Yeah. It's got to be a clean breakup. <laughs> All right. You know? It's going to well, be too hard. Well, to Marab, it's, uh, thank you for coming in. It's, uh, I'm, I'm glad you're uh, you know, healing up. Uh, Anything I'm, you want to plug, Marab? No, thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. Um, I'm happy to be here. And <laughs> Who's next, Marab? Who's next? Anyone. He doesn't, want, he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. He doesn't care. I can't wait. Yeah. I, I, let me tell you, I have so much fun fight week with these guys. You don't do. we, Zuka? Don't we, Marab? Yeah, always. It's so much yeah. fun, man. Mm-hmm. And I was t- before when we were uh, we were just talking to uh, who, who's oh, Vicente when he's got his buddies fighting on the same card. Uh, you know, I yeah. that's I mean, just just recently when he when, when Marab and Al fought, it's just just the week of the fight. It's just the, right. the camaraderie we're sure. hanging out, mm-hmm. the excitement of the fight. It's just fun, Jimmy. Yeah. You should come sometime. I've never been invited. All right, guys. Well, 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 listen, this has been a great... Just me, all these real men and fighters, and then just me. What would I do there? No, you ever see Jumanji when... uh, I have not. When when Kevin Hart was like the one with the backpack, and he had to go get stuff and shit? That'd be you. I've not seen that. 
Well, maybe, are you friends with Kevin Hart? I know Kevin Hart many years. Well, then maybe you should support him. How about when Kevin puts me in a movie? I'll support it. I'll go watch it. I'll plug our movie. How about you and Kevin? How about you? <laughs> I'm going to do what you do to me. How about you and Kevin Hart in a celebrity MMA match? Yes. There's, there's yes. A couple of reasons that yes! will never happen. He's doing some boxing. He's a celebrity. I'm just a guy who knows it. It's different. And well, he's in much better shape than me. And he can fight time. better than me, I'm sure. I, he's more athletic. Yeah, but you hang out with me. That is I, true. I can show you some stuff. That's true, but Kevin could also pay guys to train him. It's not like he has no access to people. Uh, Jimmy, I think, uh, I think uh, we should end the show. Yeah, Listen to me. Zuka, good to see you. Thank you so much, Rob. Rob, thank you so much. I'm so happy you came in. Thank you, you man. Know? Thank you for everything. And uh, Jimmy? I'm heading to Rochester, but I'll see you before that. You're going to see me before that. You know we're not going to see anymore? Well, we were this weekend. Yeah, we will. See me this Thursday, this yeah. Week, yeah. Uh, I might, you know what? This, I'm so upset. I might just take off the next episode. Yeah, let's so just, I don't get let's just not show up. <laughs> Chris has to do it himself. <laughs> see you in a couple of days, everybody. Goodbye. All right. Now, remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, radio.com slash UFC Unfiltered or wherever you get your shows. Not my business. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.